Welcome to the Awkward Throw Clear. I'm your host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupacabra. This is episode 40 coming at you. I'm with Easton Tetz, you might not recognize that name, from episode 39 when we recorded Margaret Lake. Um, Easton was game to do another episode. Uh, I figured I'd do it one-on-one with him. Uh, we actually get joined in by Spencer Bury. Uh, he's new to the podcast. I've not recorded with Spencer before. Uh, <laughs> He was kind of fun to drop in there. He had some good perspective and some uh, nice interjections. Uh, Easton and I mainly talk about Easton's fire season. Um, he was also in the University of Calgary, uh, taking a business degree and playing college baseball. So we talk about college baseball a bit. Spencer also talks about when he played university volleyball. Uh, I guess it technically would have been university baseball for Easton. My mistake. If it sounds like I'm panting or breathing heavily, sorry guys, I'm on a spin bike right now. I figured I'd multitask. Just watch the Oilers. Uh, so far, win, winning against the Washington Capitals. one nothing. Who knows what this will turn out to be. The last two games, they didn't get a goal against Winnipeg or Minnesota. Like, especially Minnesota. Like, what the, what the heck? What the heck? Uh, other interesting news. Sorry, I was thinking about doing a... A solo podcast coming up here, but I figured I'd just throw it in this intro, you know, so it'd be a little bit longer. We had the federal election. I'm kind of happy. Minority. Minority government. That's how I like it. I figured they get more done, and it's better decisions. You know, obviously it's not more done, because there's a majority government just pushing bills through like crazy. They want to talk about a bill. They have to make sure their opposition is game for it, too. So they have to make it appease both sides. So in my opinion, on, on a whole, everyone's happier than uh, if the one side got their way. Everyone gets a little bit of piece of pie, the way I see it. Uh, something I'm pissed off about, the Bloc Quebecois is still a party. They've had three referendums in the last 20 years or so. They didn't separate. They couldn't do it. Maybe it's time to quit, you know? Maybe Quebec belong, you know, is a part of Canada. Is, you know, maybe we all belong together and we should work together. I don't know. Seems, you know, crazy to me. But, you know, if you try to leave a country a few times, maybe the people want to stay. And maybe we can work together. Obviously, Quebec has their own identity. They have a very strong culture. But so does a lot of Canada. You know, the Maritimes, the Newfoundland, even B.C., uh, North Ontario, Yukon, North Territories, and live it. Northern Alberta compared to Southern Alberta. Like, everyone has a different culture. Celebrate it. You have your own identity. But, like, come on. I think, I think enough is enough. You're, not, you're, you're only getting votes from your own province. I want Quebec to be a part of Canada. There's no other Bloc Québécois MP outside of Quebec. It's only a Quebec party. It's not a federal party. Time to go, time to, time to bow down. I know they got support now, so obviously they're relevant, but it just seems like an age-old thing that doesn't really, that's not really relevant anymore. Anyway, Easton, all the other hack guys, you're listening, I'm sure you're tired of politic talk, and I'm sorry to take this away from you, Easton and Spencer, but we're getting back to it. This is episode 40, Easton Tets, Seggy Tets, Droopy Tets, or if he's happy, Perky Tets. Hope you guys enjoy the show. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, the <coughs> the awkward throat clear. 
Now here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. How's it going, everyone? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cover. I'm here with my buddy and rookie from Hack 5. He was a rookie to Ikea. We interviewed Ikea not too long ago. This is Easton Tets. Perky Tets, Saggy Tets. How's it going? All that good stuff. The man with the beautiful mullet <laughs> these days. Um, yeah, yeah. So you, you would have heard from uh, Easton uh, with Aiden, myself, and Brandon back in Margaret Lake. So we just talked a little bit to those guys. I figured Easton's, Easton's pretty charismatic, lots of energy, good stories, all that kind of good stuff. So I figured he'd be a good guy to talk to uh, kind of one-on-one for now. Um, yeah, Easton, how's it going? Good. It's lots to live up to. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You're already yeah. uh, getting a little ner- nervous playing with your hair. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll wait for you to do your little like uh, baseball finger look thing. Like the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> your little tells. The nervous tics. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh, just try to get a little uh, subtle here, subtle. Um, how was your summer, man? Good. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, definitely the best job that I've ever had, and. Uh, not exactly what I expected, but... What were you expecting? Um, I really didn't have any, like, set ideas on what I expected, but I just thought it was going to be, like, super, like, tough and gritty, you know, like... A lot of discipline. A lot of Almost discipline, militaristic. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah, army, yeah, regimental. When you have it, like, the structure of <clears throat> firefighters and stuff like that, they're in, like, a... It's kind of like a paramilitary structure where there's ranks and stuff like that and it seems a lot stricter but with this obviously you got leaders and rookies and stuff like that but it was much more of like not relaxed but it was more um yeah yeah i don't know you know what i mean you know what i mean like <laughs> it was, it was, chill. It, was chill. it was chill yeah and yeah. it wasn't <clears throat> you didn't feel like you're in a shadow no or, uh you had like eyes on you or whatever and honestly this year is a, a year where we didn't really have the focus on us. There's always yeah. so much shit going on around the rest of the district that yeah. uh, we weren't really the, the focus. We didn't really need a whole lot of attention. Heard <clears throat> me. Seemed like we were busy enough where you kept yourself out of trouble kind of thing. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So, uh, yeah. How was your crew? You were you were a rookie to Ikea. Yeah. And uh, you also had Lulu on your crew. And yeah. Laura. Um, pretty interesting dynamic. Like, I, I know... Laura and Ikea and Lulu. Uh, well, I know Ikea very well. Yeah. And the other two I know pretty well. Um, or okay. <laughs> uh, and all four of you together, like, to me, that's just the, in my opinion, probably the, the wackiest crew. Oh, yeah, of the for bunch. sure. Yeah, we like, were... you guys would be the... you uh, <laughs> If we're if it was Animal House, yeah. the movie, you yeah. guys would be Animal House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, we were pretty wild. It was kind of just, like... All of us making fun of each other constantly was kind of how we showed our affection for each other. It was just lighting each other up. So yeah, it was good. Laura got probably the worst of it. Well, she's so self-deprecating too. Yeah. She asked for it. Exactly. You know, bury me here. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we would always, yeah, we would always just try to piss off Lulu and. Oh yeah, he, he can get worked up pretty good. I I find that I'm quite similar. Yeah. Um, you know, get on topic. I, I get instead of just like shrugging it off and letting it go. He's like, no, no, no. This is the hill I die on. Yeah. I'm taking a stand. Your 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 reasoning is stupid. He's he, like, and we make the joke. He's he's kind of like a robot. And yeah. Even if he, I, I know he doesn't listen, but even if he did listen, he'd be like, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Affirmative. 
Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's the kind of guy who like even if he knew his side was wrong, he would just try to argue it to piss you off. Oh, absolutely. And There's been times where I just look at him like, "Fuck, man, you're pissing me off right now." Yeah, <laughs> like, and especially with Laura too, because Laura wouldn't pick up on him <laughs> just trying to piss her off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like me and Ike would just be like, "We know what's going on this whole time. Yeah. He's just trying to piss." Laura off so and we would just go along with it and be like I know maybe Lulu has some good points here yeah and Laura's just like no and they would end up screaming at each other and yeah it was fun though we were we were good there wasn't like any time we were with these people at least 10 hours a day every day for 15 straight days all summer and there wasn't like a single time where I was like I hate these people <laughs> you know, like, and when you get, when you get with people too much, sometimes well, you, you can, probably, I imagine you get exhausted a little bit. I mean, like, ah, I, I, I'm looking forward to days off and just like yeah. being with my friends and getting away from the group a little bit, but like, yeah, but, like you're not like, I can't fucking work with this person one more goddamn no. hour. And it wasn't even like that. Even coming off days off, I was like, I'm excited to get back with my crew and work with them and stuff like that. Cause we did have fun. I was a little awkward for the first mm-hmm. shift, but I think that's normal for people coming into the situation absolutely yeah yeah yeah. it was a couple weeks ago that we did the margaret lake podcast uh awesome trip um i'm not sure if i asked you or not how did you hear about firefighting uh i actually saw it on an instagram story right no no that's jogging my memory now absolutely yeah i remember you asking you that now yeah (laughs) so it was just on an instagram story from a rap guy in white court yeah you you were following him i don't know his name i like i would have to go look it up but yeah and it was i think november 28th Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, I'd always wanted to be like a structural firefighter, but I yeah. never really considered yeah. forest fire. And I saw this and I was like, man, I have to do this. Yeah. So I applied, I think on November 30th, like the last day Oh my god! you could possibly apply. Yeah, had, last day to TBA yeah. to be announced. Yeah, exactly. So I applied there and then I was just excited to get the invite to the fitness test. That's like, awesome. I didn't know. Like, I think the invite to the fitness test came out a couple of weeks later, but I was mm-hmm. already like starting to run and stuff like that because that's I, awesome man. i didn't want to die on the fitness test no like <laughs> I, I, it was so funny like when i did my fitness test um because i was patrolman for so long and like by the time i i entered into hack in 2013 i already spent i want to say seven years in forestry working season, yeah. working seasonally and i was worried about going to hack because i i really um buggered up my knee i um tore my meniscus mm. and I wasn't sure if it would do well like, in the muskeg or you know in swampy areas yeah, it's and stuff not like easy that, to like walk quick turns and stuff absolutely I learned that so I was very hesitant I should have applied two years prior and so I went to Europe didn't really work out just walked around everywhere yeah. I did lose weight but because I wasn't working out yeah. <laughs> and then um all a bunch of my friends were quite nervous about me going in like um Alana in the office and Amanda in the office were quite nervous about me <laughs> and like really cheering me on because they're like He's been drinking beer, he's been eating strudel, <laughs> he fucked up his knee, like, you know, a couple of years ago, like, is he going to be able to do this? Like, and I'm, so I went to do my fitness test. My first fitness test time yeah. was 12.15. Oh. I've never been anywhere past, I think, uh, what's my second slowest, like 11.13 or something like that. Yeah. So I've never been anywhere near. I find the first test is your worst because you don't really know how to pace yourself. You're yeah. not really sure what, like, what's to come and everything like that. And you start yeah. really strong and you're like, oh, fuck, we've still got so much to go. Yeah. Like once you do the 25 um, laps on oh, the ramp man. with the hose bag, that is the worst in my opinion. Yeah. That is so fucking brutal. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, like, it's, it, it was very nervous about that. That, But 
you know, like after doing that, it's just been better and better and better. Um, yeah. even it was so funny last year I did a, I did the fitness test, um, as, but for man up soup. Oh, okay. And that was my best time ever. Oh, at really? 1026. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. It was 1020, uh, 10, 1032. I don't want to, people don't listen to this and be like, oh, he's bragging. Uh, it was actually really funny. Uh, I can't remember the order of it, but I think I'm, I'm, Travis is going to be listening and he's going to text me later. Uh, but I think it was Travis at 1031, me at 1032, and Marcus at 1033 oh, at one point. Just clustered. Maybe it wasn't last year, maybe a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, like we could even plan that. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's just like, what time am I at? Oh, you're at 10.45. Shit. <laughs> go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, I remember like... But the, the last year, I, if, if as a man of soup, I just need to do the 2K walk. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'll just fucking do the fitness test. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, if, and then if I get the chance of going on a hacker, then there's no complications whatsoever. So... Yeah. Um, no, I, I, like whenever I talk to people about coming on, so they are, they're so, so nervous about the fitness test. And it's yeah. just, you know, height is an advantage, obviously get your cardio up so you can like pace yourself and breathe. Yeah. And then if you can get strong legs, that's always the best. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like when I, they sent me the email, I just like spent three hours Googling what this test was <laughs> and like on YouTube, like looking at it, I'm like, is there any tricks for this? Like, I think I saw some guy on YouTube running like eight. 25 or something insane. yeah they, they, and they have different ones like the ones i've seen it's like the guy does it and it's kind of like a pac-man video game thing but they shorten everything up yeah so it's only like a minute and a half yeah and then there's one in the yukon where the guy's doing it like eight, like 23 minutes or something like that yeah and, and i like, saw these fuck these videos of people doing it and they're like you got to get like 14 30 and i'm like oh like i don't know if i can do this so like i was running and like like obviously lifting and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then yeah, I got there. I think I was eleven oh five on my first one. Holy shit! Which isn't that's, that's pretty good, man. Which wasn't terrible. And, and, and then, also, listeners, uh, for Alberta, it's fourteen minutes and thirty seconds you have to complete it. Yeah, so that's like the. I remember there was a girl in my one two who did it, and she was fourteen thirty four. Oh my god! She missed it by that's four so seconds. Brutal, man. And she like, started. She was there. She was like tearing up and all this stuff and I think if you don't get it like in within a certain range they let you do it again yeah they, they can let, allow you to do it again like, if, like if, if you came up like 18 minutes or something they're like sorry they're sorry no yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you're, like to do it a second time like right after it would be yeah. brutal because like when we do it we that's the first thing that we do yeah you come inside you sign the paperwork just like for liability yeah. waivers and then you go do the test because if you can't do it you got to do it later yeah, and that would be fucking awful because oh. I remember the first time I finished it, and I felt like shit. And it's like, yeah. yeah, okay, well, you didn't pass, so you got to do it again if that happened. Yeah, we had guys like throwing up. Yep, in Edmonton, yep. I was like, man, I felt bad, but I didn't feel like like that bad. And I think it was the worst part for me was like the uh, rope, the sled mm. pull at the end. Yeah, that's I, my favorite because <laughs> I didn't know like what my time was yeah. like, she wasn't like she was saying like oh you're doing good like you're doing oh, this stuff and yeah, they, were, that's they, the worst. they weren't giving me like the actual times or anything like yeah. that so I just absolutely busted it on the rope pull and like just legs jello the worst is when either they don't tell you the times yeah or they tell you when every lap that you're on like it's like yeah you have 23 left then you do that, and you're like, yeah, you have 22 left. And you're like, I'm counting in my head, I Yeah, know. it's just like, this is taking forever, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's like, give me, like, let me know when I'm on my last three. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm just gonna go, 
I'm should I'm kind of counting, but if I miscount, like yeah. you're counting, that's your job. Yeah, so it, you it, it, know. tell me if I need to speed things up. Yeah. Like if I'm getting in danger zone, like tell me like you yeah. need to pick up the pace. Well, that was like the one in my one in Hinton was uh, I was going and I thought I was doing like I was doing pretty good, and then he the guy didn't tell me until I was uh, like basically done my. Uh, 25 yeah. on my back I think I had like two left and he's like you're three and a half minutes above pace and I was like you should not have told me that right now because <laughs> now I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna slow down you're a dog fucking and I like I like ended up just like walking the sled poles instead of yeah. running them and I was like like I mean you just have to dude you're it. three minutes behind yeah. you need to fucking own this fucking section you're yeah like, and I would have sprinted exactly yeah. but yeah just like that telling you like you have three minutes in the bank I was like oh I shouldn't have said that <laughs> and um, just to jump into I'm not sure if we talked about it beforehand but you played college baseball yep um, and what was the fitness testing like for that nothing really you, you wouldn't have like a summer camp like or we would have like, we would have like our I'm sorry like, maybe not summer camp because you guys would be like you know not going to school yeah no it was we would come back like september 1st or like Mm -hmm. the first monday before school started and Mm -hmm. that whole week was kind of like a like half of our practice was conditioning and fitness testing and then the other half we'd do like skill stuff so we just our coaches would just like come up with stuff on the fly to fitness test us and stuff and it was more like for all the new guys and the rookies and stuff like that it was to see who like actually wanted to be there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if you didn't do anything in the summer and you were just, like, getting wasted all the time and all this stuff. And, like, yeah. you weren't working out. Like, it's still You're college. the team captain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, immediately started every game. No, but it was, like, it was, like, if he you just puked eight times on the mound there, uh, Woody. Uh, I'm not sure about his strategy here. He might be using it on uh, the throw to get on a little the more ball, slide yeah. there on his knuckleball. Getting spitball. <laughs> yeah. Puke ball. But it was definitely, like, if you wanted to be there and stuff. And then it was for the returning guys, too, to see who was actually going to, like, lead and not just dog fuck it while Absolutely everybody right. else was going because like if you're in your third or fourth year you're probably going to be playing mm. right but you should still be working hard in practice mm. so and uh like do you, do you see yourself uh kind of going back into baseball at all like you you, you coach yeah or you have coached yeah so i coached two actually yeah like well, not this past summer mm-hmm. but the one before that so 2018 yeah i coached 13 and 14 year olds and uh yeah it was really fun mm-hmm. it was one of those things it was a pretty big commitment but it was mm-hmm. definitely worth it and um they uh yeah just couldn't obviously do it this summer mm-hmm. and i played on like a men's league team in calgary and stuff like oh, that okay it's, so men's league yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty good league like it's kind of some ex-college guys and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's it's decent baseball, and it was fun. But. Did you have anybody come up to you about, like, you know, offers to play for, you know, what is it, the Prairie Belt League or something like that? Or? Yeah, no, nothing like that. No? Because okay. you, you played back through. catcher, correct? I started as a catcher and then uh, hurt my knee, and I got this thing. It's called the Yips. I don't know if people have heard it, but... Oh, like, there's some baseball fans here, for sure, but I'm, I'm not yeah, very so, uh, savvy with the baseball So fan. I had this thing where, like, as a catcher, I could throw people out at second base who were stealing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it was like... <laughs> I could see that being a problem for me. Yeah, so it's, it's like a mental well, block, like, golfers... I can't throw over shit at all. Like, uh, yeah, I... I, I, I playing softball, I've got an all-right glove. Yeah. But I really need to make sure I catch that ball, oh, and yeah. then it's like... I'm like, 
All right, I break it out of the catch, and then hopefully somebody comes close to me so I can catch it and just like toss Flip it like it under to them. Yeah. If it's oval shaped like a football, I can throw it pretty good. If it's yeah. a baseball or softball, I can't throw yeah. that shit where shit. Like I, I watch people throw it and like throw it like to the side and stuff. It's a hard thing. To I do don't even know. Like we, I didn't grow up playing baseball, no, so I, I was fucked right from the beginning. It's anyway, tough. It's not an easy thing to do. I digress. So, so you had what was it called? The, the yips. The so yips. it's like pitchers can get it. They won't be able to throw strikes. Golfers get it with chipping. Like mm. it's just a mental like block in your brain that when. I would go to. You throw, can't control the power. Yeah, I would throw, would go to throw the ball back, and like my brain would just like tell it my arm that it's dangerous for me to throw. Yeah. So I couldn't feel my hand. I yeah. just like the ball would just come out, and I would bounce it. So I had to stop. Did you ever watch Major League Back to the Minors? Uh, or was it Major League Two where the uh, the back catcher had his problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's had, one of those. You have, yeah. have to repeat the whole Playboy thing with yeah. like each play. <laughs> yeah, what so, their interests were and stuff to like focus on throwing to the pitcher because so they could always the, yeah. overthrow and they'd start like stealing yep. bases and shit. Yeah, and I had oh, okay. one. I had one where we were playing in Okotoks and I've been catching. It was like the fourteenth inning. I mm-hmm. caught all fourteen innings, and this is like I think where it kind of started. And I went to throw the ball back. There's runner on second, and I went to throw the ball back, and it just like flew out of my hand and went into the dugout from home plate. So like oh. I just I just like lost it, and it yeah. went in, and I was like, Ugh. and I was like, oh, I got like pine tar on my fingers. Like that's what happened to my coach. It's like, no, you don't. Like I've seen this before. <laughs> like this is not good. So that stuff all happened, and then yeah, I switched to first base because it's the you make the least throws, the least amount of throws mm-hmm. at first base, mm-hmm. unless it's like a pick off or something and then and you're used to receiving the ball yeah exactly yeah. and then in my last year we didn't have any outfielders so they're like go play left field and i was like okay i don't know how to do this but <laughs> i'm gonna try my best so yeah just all around yeah Where, wherever so, they needed you to kind of fill yeah exactly that's fair i didn't really enjoy playing defense but <laughs> well fuck no one really likes to like, no. like i'm sure the hockey world too like yeah you know, like well i gotta skate all the way over there i'll just get in the fight here yeah i don't want to skate i'd rather get my face caved in yeah, so it's uh, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I still like wish I could play, but obviously this job is in the summer. So it's, yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing. down part. You know, like maybe there'd be some kind of well, even then, like it'd be cool to because we used to have a softball team up here. But yeah. because the fires would happen, then we, oh, we, we wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like well, standby would be we'd be able to play. But if you got a call or oh, there was yeah. like a bunch of fires going on or whatever, like. Our team can't show up, so the league said the that we can never create a team again. That's fair. I mean, I get it, but... Well, you don't want to forfeit every time. And in the first place, we weren't really a good team anyway. We get, like, four wins and 12 losses kind of thing. Yeah. It's just for fun, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, our, our team was balls deep in the bush. Oh, nice. Yeah, I still got the, 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 the you know, long... The, the baseball sleeve jersey. Like that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that for all the people who are watching. The exactly. Podcast. No, I love that. Oh, man. I listen to comics on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, and then I'm going to my wife and I go like this. And, and everyone's like, wow, that's hilarious. And I'm like, what's he doing? Yeah, this is sick. I this, don't know this, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, this bit yeah. is amazing. And then I'm like this. Ah, that's funny. And everyone's like, okay. Yeah. And then everyone in the car is like, I'm I'm not part of the, <laughs> yeah. the joke. It's it's like when you're hanging out with uh, people and it's an inside joke and you don't know what's going on. You're like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. you don't know. That's probably why, like, Carrot Top's not on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's, that's a good point. So what were you doing before for a job? Uh, you went to UFC and you took business? Yeah, I got yeah. a business degree and then I was in a uh, like logistics kind of role 
it was like uh, it was for a flooring company mm-hmm. so in the warehouse a little bit working in the warehouse mm-hmm. got to drive forklifts and stuff like that sometimes. a little bit of manual then, labor yeah a little bit of manual labor it was good and then uh some of the time i was like doing paperwork and stuff mm-hmm. like that and making sure the orders uh all got shipped out to mm-hmm. places we had like you had to go to edmonton winnipeg vancouver um regina uh, saskatoon and then one to the town that rhymes with fun yeah um yeah so do you so you're happy that you're not you're not in an office anymore yeah i remember, I remember hearing you say so many times it's just like fucking hell yeah that's that was one of those things like that job was i looked forward to being able to drive the forklift and stuff like that cause mm-hmm. it was a little break <laughs> so it was one of those and then coming out here like even on the worst day like if it's day 17 of your shift and you're like exhausted you've been pulling 12 hours i just always think to myself like it could be in an office mm-hmm on a computer or like looking through orders yeah. and receipts and stuff like that and I'm like this is so much better and it immediately changes I used to drive forklift when I was at uh, working at Grizzly Paw Brewing Company in Canmore yeah. and it felt pretty good when you know you you lift up like nine kegs on a pallet and yeah it's like I am God yeah we would pull down like huge like 40 boxes of tiles oh yeah off racks and stuff oh, like yeah. that and it's it was cool well, we had the one wheel at the back yeah. And you just trank it, and so you just, like, turn on a dime. Yeah. It was just like, this is the, the best reach trucks, ever. you go all the way up, and then you, like, push them. Oh, yeah. You push them forward, and the forks go in. Yeah, it was, it was cool. That was a cool thing. Absolutely. I had done, I had done some, like, driving of that stuff when I was in university, and, uh, like, the summers and stuff like that, so I kind of got it, but, yeah, I don't know. Kind of seems like the business degree was a waste of time. But. <laughs> you you don't see yourself uh, owning a business at any time. Maybe, we'll see. It's uh, I didn't really take too many like entrepreneurial classes or anything like that, so the basis was kind of for like working. For well, me. I might know a guy that wants to open a brewery. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was good. Like it mm. was the experience, and you know, going to university and playing on the baseball team mm. and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't trade that for anything. So that's and sick, man. No, I, I do can. have a piece of paper now that says I have a degree in business, even if I'm not using it. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you didn't get that covered from like a scholarship or anything like that for playing. Baseball, uh no, right? no, we mm. uh, we did. Yeah, we didn't get the baseball team didn't have the opportunity to give out any scholarships. Yeah, what were you saying? Your the, the, the equivalence, the, the equivalency of your um baseball fund in UFC is like what the tape for the the dinos football team yeah so some I can't remember if that was that might have been Spencer. if that was me that might have been Spencer but it was, Spencer, was yeah. it was one of those things where yeah like we didn't get money yeah so it was but I mean, yeah the dinos was, is like heavy football oh yeah football like even for all the varsity sports football mm-hmm. takes up like 75% of the funding I did guess. you have any of the guys that did kind of like overlap in different sports um, I don't think anybody else played a different sport okay. on our team. No, they, uh... Cause it seems that football, like, could have that person that could jump over to. Yeah. Cause you sure. see that in like the NFL or CFL with certain players, like playing multiple sports. Yeah. Um, you know, football is a very common one. Baseball is a very common one. Yeah. And those two overlap each other. Yeah. With, with some Hall of Fame athletes. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Absolutely. Deion Sanders and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't, uh, we didn't really have any, I think. Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, don't give me stick. But no, I don't think we did because for even for baseball we would practice year round. It would be like a 
we'd start in the fall and then we'd play outside and stuff until it snowed and then we'd yep. have a really nice uh indoor. indoor baseball facility right beside the university sick so yeah it was good it was like uh it was really nice to go in there and you could hit there's batting cages there's a big like soccer field too mm-hmm. so you could throw yeah and stuff like that and we just did that all winter and then season started in march and went yep. march till like mid-may and then, yep. so yeah it might be tough to play football and do that yeah for sure. usually our practices were like three till six thirty or seven Oof. so well then like all that and go to school too yeah and then drive home and Calgary mm-hmm. minus 40 winners. Woo! So, it was good. Uh, you're Calgary born and raised? Yep. And uh, what did your parents do when you were growing up? Uh, so, my mom worked for the Calgary Herald. No way! newspaper for oh, 16 years, I think. Something like that. Somewhere in there, she was one of the... Uh, Editor-in-chief of the yeah. cigar, you know, <laughs> glass of scotch in the 90s. On the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she was a... Uh, Johnson! Bring, bring another glass I need of pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Spider-Man. Yeah, no, she put, like, the ads into the paper. Nice. So for all the, like, automotive sections and stuff like yeah. that, like, all the classifieds, I think is the word for all it. All the classifieds? I don't know if it's the classifieds. Oh, my God. Well, there, well there, there's the, the obviously, like, you, fucking, you open a page of the sun, and, like, chances are you don't hit a fucking story. I, I, I always make the joke about the sun paper. Yeah. Like, you open it up. It's like you you are more so looking at like automotive deals, like for yeah. like cars being for sale, yeah. But opposed to their actual articles and like journalist opinions and stuff. Yeah, like that. so that's my mom would do like the automotive section and make just the thing. automotive. Like I think it was just the automotive. She'd make sure all if it was classified. So I was gonna like get into it. It's just like so. What about those ones where it's just like looking for like a good time? Yeah, and, some you know, of them like, were weird. Call me and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you ever see those classifieds? I'm like. That's interesting. Man, someone paid money to put this in the news. Absolutely. That's so weird. <laughs> it's like, nowadays, it's just the internet is taking yeah. over for the, the, the weirdos. Well, yeah, because the Herald, they're totally they're all online now. They don't oh, have, are they? they don't, I don't think they, they shut down. The I wouldn't know. I haven't seen them a Calgary Herald newspaper in quite some time. Yeah, they so like... The building, I recognize the name. The building's gone. They moved everything out. They're trying to lease it. It's kind of a sad thing, though. It eh? is. Like, like, really, like newspapers are so synonymous, like, with... Um, I don't know, like with, with the city and like, yeah. the, you know, like that's where you get the news and shit. Yeah. But nowadays it's like for the wall for the last decade, I'd say is the internet is just taking it. Yeah. Storm. It's all right on your phone. Right away. You can still subscribe to like the Herald and stuff and you get it electronically and you can mm-hmm. see it on there. But totally. yeah. so they have that. So yeah, she did that for a while. And then when they were going under, she got laid off. Now she works at a, uh, children's physiotherapy clinic. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. So one of the guys I played baseball with, actually, like one of my best friends, his mom is the like head physiotherapist there. And I think you said that Mike Froelich uh, and his wife have a kid there too, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. You're like, the wife's a rocket. <laughs> yeah, so... I was I like, what, the kid? Like, no, the wife! <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, I think that's the case, but uh, it could be wrong. It could just be... Talking bullshit. Could just be a Czech guy. Yeah, exactly. Another another Czech guy that plays with the Flames, you know, like Riddick or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, so she works there. She's just like the, does the uh, front desk and all the receptions and schedules mm-hmm. all that and everything. So she likes it. And then my dad was the Western Canada records keeper at Shell. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. For... I imagine that'd be good money. For... I think it was pretty decent back in the day. Hence the trips to Disneyland. I'm not sure. Yeah, when I was, when I was little. <laughs> yeah, so he was there and then... I think he was like 21 years or something there. And then yeah. he got laid off too. And then they... Uh, he worked at Transalta for... Uh, he was the like shipping and receiving manager. Mm-hmm. So. Now, I bring up Disneyland there. Um, Easton... It, <laughs> I, I, think, I think we talked about this in owner Margaret Lake too. Uh, Easton is one of the, I, I, I compare, there, there's a line in, in uh, Big Daddy with yeah. Adam Sandler where he's talking about the kid that he's like adopted unofficially. Yeah. And he's just like, he pees everywhere, he, he pukes all the time, he <laughs> like doesn't listen that well. He's like a Cocker Spaniel. So from the, uh, I, that, that just reminded me of Easton because he has to pee a lot. So yeah. we pull the truck over and he has to go for a pee. And <laughs> then he pukes, you know, or gets close to puking when we're flying in helicopters. So I'm like, God, it's a Cocker Spaniel. Pretty much. You know, every should, time. We should just put that on, there, on your name, name tag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I couldn't believe it, but you are a big enthusiast for amusement rides. Yeah, I like... Like, your family's gone to many amusement parks. Yeah, we've been to Disneyland, <laughs> like, did those, went to Six Flags, did that. Uh, there's a nice, really nice park in Idaho called the Silverwood, and they have... The only, like, roller coaster I've never puked on is the one in Silverwood, and it's... Is it because it's a little bit more tame, or No, what? it's, like, the one of the biggest ones... I, I don't know if in America, but at least... Have you gone, America. like, on it more than once? Yeah, but it you you go, it's called Tremors, and you go, and you're at the top, and then it goes straight down 108 feet, and you, go, and you go underground. So you go <laughs> into the ground, and then you come back up, and, like, I went on it, and I was so scared, and afterwards, I was like, this is fine. Like, I don't know if it was just the angle of how we were going down that didn't yeah. make me throw up but like the ones that drop like the tower of terror and stuff at yeah. disneyland i was fine but it might just be like the the force when we're going is it like the twisting too the twisting does it i puked yeah. on the strawberries one time at callaway oh park. my god strawberries not a good time yeah so like the amusement yeah. park in calgary is callaway park right? yeah and the strawberries are teacups yeah so or, we yeah. had strawberries and my buddy got to go in like as fast as you could he was reefing on this thing and my head is like pinned against the back of the strawberry and then all of a sudden i'm just like and i throw up it were going so fast it just (laughs) flies and sticks to the wall right behind me and then he's like oh my god like shut it down shut it down so he's trying to like stop the strawberry yep and i'm just like i know know the ride very well yeah yeah so that wasn't uh that wasn't good but yeah I, i don't know what it is i just when we went to six flags i was like we're here. I don't know if I'm ever going to come back to Six Flags. That's so, in... California. So is it just, California? Yeah, it's just northern, okay. I think. Just okay. north of Los Angeles. For whatever reason, I want to say Atlanta, but okay. I think there might be one in Atlanta. because there's, there's, there's a couple. But yeah, the one in the one in California, I was there and I was like, I'm going to go on everything while I'm here, even if it makes me throw up. I don't believe it or not. And I'm sorry to take the spotlight away from no, it for a little okay. bit. But I've never been to, like, a legit amusement park. What? I've been to, like, what are they fucking called? Not Can West. But, um, the, the, you know, the amusement park that travels around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like something like, like, like Calgary Stampede or something like that? Yeah, where exactly. Like they just pull so the like, rides in and then... During, during my birthday, it's August 2nd, so it's August long weekend. Yeah. And we'd have the Grimshaw Rodeo, which would be out, out at La Cardinal uh, Provincial Park. So we'd have them come out there and everything like that. And uh, 
we'd have the rides. Zipper was my favorite. Oh. But we'd have, like, kids' roller coasters, right? Yeah. It's just like... Zipper like, is... You do, like, ten laps, oh. and then you, like, shut it down. Because you can do the ten laps in, like, four minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zipper was my favorite. I used to do that all the time. And, I don't know, like... We, we I just I just never had a chance like yeah. you know like I, I've always wanted to go to Legoland because I was a huge huge Lego fan when I was a kid and the original one is like Denmark Denmark invented Lego yeah so I like, I've been to Denmark before but it's always in the winter time <laughs> yeah you don't want to go there amusement parks aren't fun in the winter no. but like I've been to the states a couple times like I haven't gone to California I've been to Florida um, but yeah like I, I even told my some of my friends like I've been to Australia and they have amusement parks there yeah. but I don't know it's it's like one of those things that like is in the back of my brain it's like, Oh yeah, I should do that sometime. Yeah. Or, like really experience it, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's not like the top of my list. I'd rather go to this brewery, yeah, or go to this hockey game or this hockey tournament. Is great. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's always one of those things because like I hear people talk about roller coasters and us flying in helicopters and me flying in a bird dog all the time. Yeah, like, it's it's fucking cool. Yeah, like it's fun. Like it's a good thrill and like the, the, going with your friends or having people around you yeah. is always a good time. So. I really, really, really want to check out like a solid roller coaster. Yeah, they said there's one in Idaho. Yeah, that so, was the one that went down. Yeah, there so it's on the Silverwood. So they. Well, it's not that far away. No, it's not at all. It's like my, <laughs> it's my, only my... like an eighteen hour drive. It's not that far from here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My grandparents have a trailer just by Coeur Lane in Idaho, like a big. Oh, Coeur like, Lane, yeah, right? like yeah. a big, like whatever forty five foot one that they have on um, just parked on a lot there. That's it. by a lake. So we used to go down there all the time mm. as kids, and then it's like so it was like forty five minutes from the trailer. So that's fucking sick. They drive. I think it's like eight hours down to the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing after doing ten from Calgary to here <laughs> yeah. twelve times this oh, summer. Oh god, so. man! Like people, like I talk to my European friends, and like you drive like when I go see my ex is like go driving down to like Airdrie. Yeah, and it's like you drive like twelve hours to <laughs> to go visit your girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like every two weeks. Like, yeah, yeah, and like twice because I go down and come back. Go down and come back. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's like, and in Europe, it's like that's a whole different fucking country. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, yeah. It's very <laughs> small, but yeah, I think they calculated it like driving from here to Calgary yeah. and back for my shift was more commute time than two weeks of work in Calgary going. From my house to my job, and back. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like sure. we like we live here, so but I was like, to, I like I like to time it too. Yeah, like for how long it takes you to do that short of a like a commute. Yeah, I think because the Deerfoot is fucked. Yeah, it was probably. Like, I lived in the Calgary area for like a good like fucking six months or so, yeah. and it's fucked. It depends. If I started at six a.m., it would take me thirty minutes to mm-hmm. get there. But if I started at eight. I had to leave at like six thirty, and yeah. I was like, "This is so dumb." Like, and then I also drove delivery truck from like Canmore to Calgary on oh. Fridays. Fridays, oh. it was the worst fucking time. Yeah, ever. that sounds like yeah, sweet, thanks. That's and like, I only did it in the winter time. I could, and then I quit because yeah. I got a job offer to Jasper Brewing Company to be yeah. actually a brewer, not a delivery truck driver. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, I have no idea what it'd be like to drive a twenty six a twenty six foot cube van in Calgary during Stampede. Oh. And I'm very happy. I don't know that yeah, feeling. Because that, would, that be would be fucked. Awful. Yeah, it's... Downtown is... I like downtown, but I hate driving down there, man. It's... If you're walking It's awesome there, as a pedestrian. If you take the train down yeah. and then get off and you walk around and it's awesome. But yeah. driving there, there's so many, like, one-way streets and... One-way streets. And they're not, they're not consistent. 
Where like, yeah. you're going right, you're left, right, left. That's not always the case. Yeah. It's like right, right, left, left, right, right, left, right. Yeah, yeah my fine. my brother got hit on in downtown Calgary, no. turning the wrong way. He oh. turned the wrong way, oh. so it didn't like. I think he like realized, and then they just like collided. It wasn't anything yeah. terrible, but <laughs> yeah. So and he'd been living there for like twenty five years yeah. when it happened. Yeah. Like he just. Just turn the wrong way, wasn't paying attention to that. So. so going back to the amusement parks, yeah, you were just telling us a really good story. I really wanted to hear this on. It's not gonna be the same enthusiasm. Sorry, it's not gonna be the same enthusiasm as before. But you were at Six Flags and you're on a roller coaster and you puked. Yes. So the Superman. <laughs> so I had already thrown up twice prior to this roller coaster. How do you say that? Well, did you like take a break and like have more food and like Pepsi and stuff? Yeah, like that? Yeah. So it was the the park opened at ten. Okay. At ten fifteen, yeah. I had had like a liter of Coke. cola. A liter of cola. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say that. I didn't, I, know they had, I didn't know they had that volume in the states. I don't know how much it was, but it was like a large, <laughs> a large diet Coke. Large fire. And I just drank the whole thing, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." I didn't. I wasn't really sure. Like, I didn't really know at this point if I was, like, bad yeah. on rides and stuff like that. This is, like, when I was 18. I went for, like, a after I graduated okay. high school yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, I drink that. We go on the first ride. It, like, straps you in, and then your legs are dangling, mm-hmm. and you're kind of, like, laying prone. Yeah. And it goes around this turn, this it, one big... You use the description for the folks listening. Yeah, I know. I'm just doing the hand <laughs> motion so that I'm, like, you're on a podcast, you fucking idiot. better. <laughs> But, but yeah, so we were like laying prone and I went around this bend and just all the Pepsi or all the Coke came back up and mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is bad. And then I picked again on that same ride. I don't think I was done. So you can count it yeah. as one, but I counted as two. And then we go on the Superman one. It's a big U. The thing just has like one start, one finish. Mm-hmm. We get in, I get in the front. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to puke again today. Like mm-hmm. it's not that bad. It shoots you a hundred kilometers an hour straight down through the U and then stops you like slams on the brakes and I'm at the front so it goes and I'm like oh that wasn't too bad like I don't know that we're gonna go backwards to get back Mm -hmm. shoots me backwards 60 60 kilometers an hour out comes the puke all forward (laughs) like luckily we're going backwards and I'm sitting at the front of the thing so it's like and it all just comes out and I'm like oh my god like is this like over top of like some other like people are walking around below yeah I, I can't really remember I think it was in its own like little corner okay and that'd be good get in there so it went on I'm like oh thank god I'm at the front like <laughs> this is bad so we get down around when we stop at the top and I'm like oh my god like I do not feel good this is bad yeah. all of a sudden we're going again time second oh time my god. so he I don't know it just hammers on me we're going back down as soon as we get back down I throw up again, but this time we're going forward. So I'm sitting at the front. It just all comes out. It's like flapping in my mouth. <laughs> comes back and there's this there's this family behind me. <laughs> yeah, there's a family sitting behind me. I remember like looking back over my shoulder. They're like screaming like, <laughs> and I'm throwing up like. <laughs> Like, just projectile vomiting. It's just flying. And it's, like, hitting this family behind me. Like, <laughs> like not even, like, it seems like it's, like, a movie scene. I'm in the, and I'm, like, look around. I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm so smart. And I'm, like, still throwing up. <laughs> the ride stops. We get off the ride. I turn around to look at the guy, the, the dad of the family that's sitting back there. And I turn around, and I'm, like, I'm so smart. And I throw up again. 
<laughs> so three times on this ride, it puke on, like, oh. I didn't hit the guy or anything like yeah. that, but it came out again, and then after we were walking away, I was like, I just need to get out of this ride, and I'm walking, and the guy, the operator of the ride is... He just goes over, like, the intercom thing, and he's like, we're closing down the ride, and there's, like, a 45-minute wait for it. I'm like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Yeah. So I'm running, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was, came to me after that that I mm-hmm. definitely have issues with uh, motion sickness <laughs> and stuff like that, so. So why not, you know, join a firefighter crew and jump exactly. in a helicopter? They used to, Ikea used to say that it was, I picked the worst possible job for myself because I was, I get seasick. I'm colorblind. Yeah, uh, I I feel bad for making jokes, but it it does no, come. It, 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 it comes so up so often. Yeah, it's tough like, what, when you... like not to be rude, but like, what color are are the trees to you? Like green trees. Yeah, like I don't know. I think they're green because that's what I've been. You've been told, taught, but I yeah. don't know if I really know what green looks like because everything kind of blurs together. Yellow's basically the only color that I can actually see properly mm-hmm. so well when you said it, it's like it's like they come out it was red and i'm not sure if that was true or not or whatever but it, it just made me laugh because yeah. it's like everything's on brandon's on fire everything's on fire <laughs> yeah no it's just so yeah so you're colorblind you get air sick you air get sick motion yeah. sickness. Yeah. i got bad knees, bad knees. Got from catching and stuff yeah. like that my whole yeah. life and there's a couple other things oh i have like one of my nostrils i can't breathe out of so how'd that happen i don't know Breaking my nose. Well, 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 we used to fight when in hockey. Yeah, I think it was more baseball. Baseball, I got hit in the nose a couple times, and then from the ball or from yeah, people, like from the ball Oof. and stuff while I'm playing. And you sort of like had the glove, and you, like you just like miss it, or like... yeah, or ground balls. Oh, like a grounder and it yeah, kicks up yeah, and stuff like sense. that. So oh, for fuck's I don't know sakes. if it's been like a legit... no, this Olay bullshit yeah. in front of the ball. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so, and Ikea would make fun of me. He's like, well, you got to smell smoke, so learn how to do it. I'm like, okay. But yeah, it's pretty annoying. But yeah, it's a, it's funny that I pick this job with all these things. And you're coming back next year? Hell yeah, I Fucking am. A, bud. I love it. I love it. I love it. Is the girlfriend going to be okay with that? Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll understand she it. She didn't really like the old, uh six weeks up here i'm surprised we don't have like a wags group like we have like our our footner season like a, yeah uh footner folk and alumni page i'm surprised we don't have like a wags group where yeah. it's just like they all support each other it's just like in hockey or sports yeah. or it's just like all the wives and girlfriends it's just like yeah my boyfriend's gone or my husband's gone for this long and yeah they're stupid and blah 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 yeah. and we're like let's have like a get together that's how all women talk like that's this <laughs> accurate yeah exactly yeah no it'll be It'll be okay. It's it's not bad. Like fifteen days or eighteen days, two, and then you get to two go weeks, home. one like week off. One week is so nice. It is nice, it especially is really you drive good. down there. I usually left after work because I don't mm-hmm. mind driving in the dark and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. get there and then sleep, and then you can just see everyone. Unless you get the extension or callback money, yeah. And it's just like, sorry, I gotta hang out up here because I'm gonna make yeah. a grand in three days. Yeah, the extension is. Mm-hmm. I prefer the extension to the callback just because if you get, like, I know the money's better, but if yeah. I go home or whatever, and then we get called back, I'm always just, like, waiting to get the call back. you know? You're not, like, enjoying yeah. yourself to the full, you're, it's always in the back of Every your time I've gotten the call back, it's like, you're getting the call back. That's true. So I That's anticipate fair. it. So I, like, yeah. I just hang out here or, like, go to Edmonton really quick and then come back. Yeah. 
Which is fair. See, I didn't. Yeah, this is my first. Time. Yeah, extensions is like okay. Yeah, you're doing this, so it's like the one day that you get time and a half, and then double time. Then yeah. the other two days for double time. So it's yeah. like okay, that's not that much of a. It's fine. It's just of one more day of absolutely. Yeah, double time if you get called back. So, but yeah, it's not a. It's not bad going mm-hmm. home and stuff like that. You can, can definitely make it work. So with uh, with baseball and coaching, do you, like do you see yourself like? continue with that maybe like after um you're done your summer jobs and stuff like i'm not sure how much longer you plan on like firefighting yeah but like you still have that love for baseball yeah how long have you been like a a big fan of baseball like since you were a kid like your dad's a big fan as long as i can remember was your dad a baseball player as well um my parents met like playing softball no so I don't know. My dad like, <laughs> like played when he was a kid and stuff like That's that. Cool. My mom was my coach for like the first no kidding six probably five or six years that what I played. What position did she play? She was first base. Oh yeah, she go. was a first baseman. So they would first, play first base person. First base person. Yes. <laughs> first base woman. But yeah, so they would play in and like my parents would play on like mixed slow pitch teams. So. Um. They go to like tournaments and stuff, and mm. they're like pretty competitive. You can have pretty competitive, like slow pitch and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. how they. Met oh, absolutely, you can. Yeah, big yeah. time. So, yeah, people make fun of me. Say I was always going to be Easton from the beginning because that's baseball and that's hockey baseball, gear. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, my mom didn't even get the name from that. She was watching the TV show and it just came up on the credits. I remember you saying that. Yeah, she's just like, oh, that's the name. And I'm like, you didn't, like, look at the baseball gear that you were using while you were playing? And (laughs) think like, well, that's a pretty good name. Bauer. Yeah. (laughs) Should name my kids, like, Reebok or something. Warrior Tets. (laughs) (laughs) Coho. Yeah, Coho. (laughs) Titan. Oh, that's a sick name, actually. That would be a sick name. There you go. (laughs) You're like, these are great kids' names right now. We're all going to have mullets. I'm right. Yes, they are. I'm gonna shave little baby mullets on them when they're fucking man. Children. Absolutely, you know, little anchor tattoos on them. Maybe child abuse. I don't know. <laughs> Larry Walker, Easton Tets. Yeah, <laughs> Junior. Junior, yeah. No, Who was yeah. your favorite baseball player growing up? Favorite baseball player growing up, or like up. you mean maybe like your three or whatever. Like yeah. I'm one of those guys. that's like, oh, well, I like him. I like him. Like when somebody asks me like favorite, my favorite hockey player, I'm like, well. Steve Eisman, but yeah. then also like goalies like Dominic Hasek. Yeah, Hasek was my favorite goalie back in the day. But first, coffee, Double D, Dunkin' Donuts, Spencer Beery, folks, give it up for Spencer Beery. Hello. <laughs> first, first time speaker, long time listener. Not Sorry. really though. Maybe download one episode. Or three. Or, or three. That counts. You you listen to a few? No. No? You never listen to any of them? No, I haven't. Yet. Oh, here, I thought you might have listened to a few when uh, Nelson and Trav and I were in Europe. No, I need to. I need to get on the podcast. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of collegiate athletes, Spencer Beery, volleyball star. He's tall. I wouldn't say star. He's not very <laughs> tall. He's tall He's tall amongst us. Yeah. Like volleyball people, he's short. Yeah. I was in Prague a couple, uh, last year with Colin, and Colin's tall. Yeah. I think Colin's taller than you. I think he is, yeah. And... We ran into some volleyball people from the States, and we were like, holy fuck. Just ginormous. Yeah, like 6'9 was the shortest guy. Yeah. I was the shortest guy on my team when I played Auto U, and I was 6'3. And what position did you play? I was like middle. Middle. You're supposed to be the tallest. That's my favorite position when I'm spooning with people. Yeah. <laughs> as long as there's three people. Yeah. <laughs> the awkward if it was just I prefer the two. stacked spoon when you just lay on top of someone. <laughs> there's two people, like, they curl their legs back behind you. Yeah. 
Like that one that I saw today was, it was like my buddy tried to spoon a tall girl last night and he said he felt like a backpack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. Oh, man. How's your night going there, buddy? Good. I was watching uh, Big Mouth Big Mouth for a while, which is pretty funny. Drinking some beers and then I had to give my friend some life advice. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, a, some heavy stuff or heavier, what? Heavier night than I was planning on. <laughs> you know, you're watching Big Mouth, which yeah, is your own very internal light problems. Place, very that's, light and breezy, eating a bag of chips and then That's problems. a pretty heavy show. <laughs> you're like, this is a cartoon. They got their own thing going on. These kids, like, they don't, they're, you know, they're fictional. Yeah. And then your buddy calls you and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. All right. Things go, go real. Yeah. <laughs> Quick. It's not good. No. It's not good, though. That's good. Did your friend accept the, the advice pretty well? I think so. That's good. Yeah. To some, I'm wise. Especially <laughs> when they're a lot younger than me. Yeah, no, I always find it funny when, like, people ask me for relationship advice. <laughs> it's like, uh... Okay? <laughs> I'm not sure why I'm the first person you come to. Coaches don't play, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those who can't do to teach, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like all my friends I've given, like, like, so when I was in high school, it was like myself, Nathan, Courtney, and Chelsea. So Courtney is married to, practically married to my brother. Nathan is one of my, you know, oldest friends. Practically? Like they're engaged? Yeah. They're okay. They've, they've, been, they've been engaged for like eight years oh, okay. now. They have two kids and all that shit. Oh, so. yeah. They just need to like have the one day that they it's just over don't kind really of thing. Care, hey? Well, yeah, it, it's complicated. More, more, more so than like I don't want. I want to take up like twenty more minutes on this <laughs> podcast. Um, so it's funny because Nathan's getting married. I think this coming summer. Courtney's again practically married, and then Chelsea was married like years ago. Yeah. And uh, they, 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 there was a time where they all asked me for advice, and I'm like, oh no. It's like just Courtney, get you're up in You're with my brother, so <laughs> I, feel, I find it kind of weird that I give you advice because, like, if my brother comes to me about advice, I have no fucking clue what to say. Yeah, it's like, well, I've got intel about this. It's like I'm a double agent. Yeah. My god. Yeah, just give him the same advice so it matches up. And then they yeah. get back to you, your advice worked. <laughs> or just, or just, or just, just fuck you. said, <laughs> said exactly what I was thinking. Is she off the back row? Say no and freak out. It's like, what, is this all just my body you want to touch or what? <laughs> Tell one person one thing and the other person the exact opposite. It sounds then... like a wonderful TV show. Oh, it does. <laughs> Sit there and watch the show. Oh, man. That's hilarious. So, tell us some fun stories about uh, playing, you know, you know, at varsity baseball. What, did you have to do anything crazy for like rookie, rookie stuff or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, well, I guess uh, you don't even use like proper names or anything. Oh, no, I won't use any names or anything, but we had to. I've always thought like it'd be funny, like, it's like you don't need to name anybody. It's like, no, no, I won't use her last name, but I'll just say the first name because, you know, or if you don't explain it, it's just like your buddy Larry. But you're just like, yeah, let's just make up a name. Like, uh, I don't know, Larry. <laughs> yeah. like, no one ever be like oh Larry and his friend is like well I made it up so I don't know can't be that Larry yeah, yeah I'd have to think of someone who I'm not friends with to make up a random name <laughs> but Socrates yeah. <laughs> yeah so my buddy Plato was, uh, <laughs> no, we Plato, had, Socrates, and Aristotle all on first, second, and third <laughs> we had for our for my like first rookie like party I guess mm-hmm. we all got like drafted by one of the veterans and we had to dress up. So like you get like you get put on a board and then the the veterans like pick you and then they get to like 
pick out your costume and stuff like that. that oh, you have to wear. okay, okay, like like leaders here, yeah, kind of like that, yeah. yeah. But this was just like for the one night to do that, and then we had to like put on a costume. So my rookie was just a big piece of shit and put me in a dress, and then I had that seems to boring. I was well, just, a, just wait. We had to if we put me in a dress, and then like we didn't know what we were doing. So when we got there, we got in our costumes and we were like drinking and stuff like that, and then. They told us that we were going to this club called Twisted, which is the only gay bar in Calgary. So we had to go there. Perfect. I'd listen to Abba. <laughs> All I want. So we go there, and like, in order for you to like pass your like rookie status, you had to get five numbers. Oh. From dudes there. So I, we went there and we partied. It was pretty fun. I got eight. And then <laughs> humble brag. And humble brag. I got eight. And then did you get the most? I don't know if I got the most. What? I don't remember. That was a competition. I don't remember. Much, I was bragging for days. Yeah, it would be too. Yeah. So we did that, and then um, that was basically our like rookie party. And then the next ones after that, we didn't really get as crazy because the the university was really like starting to crack down on like hazing and stuff like that and we mm-hmm. didn't want it to come across like nobody mm-hmm. was forced to do anything or drink if there's people on mm-hmm. the team who were like sober and didn't want to drink and stuff like that and a bunch of pussies and then they were uh, <laughs> no we like we respected everybody's thing you didn't have to drink if you didn't it's like you're to, looking but... forward so much next year when you're not working you're just you're like blast all these eyes <laughs> yeah you the... piece of shit we only have 13 bottles of wood get more wood <laughs> the second year syndrome hey yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. second year rookie yeah, so we did that, and that was pretty fun, but that was about it. We just, like, had, like, a house party or something after that, so it was good. What about you? Did you have any rookie? Yeah, well, because <laughs> I, I was a rookie twice. I was a rookie when I went oh. to... Uh, kind of that's bullshit that to, you'd be a rookie, like, twice. Like, oh, yeah, I was, schools. I was, when I went to Fleming, that was the second time I played, so I I was the oldest person on the team, Um <laughs> <laughs> and I played. I played for four years at or above the level of college. Like I'd, Dennis Quaid's gonna play you. The rookie volleyball. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. That's a beer. So weird. Like Sorry. being being initiated by someone who's twenty one when I was like twenty five. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I've been playing so much longer than you. Well, fucking thing I'm way better than you. What are you doing here? <laughs> but so you don't know about this guy. But think about Scott McKenzie. When yeah. he was a rookie, perhaps. Oh, that must have been so 41 weird. years old. Oh, my goodness. Played, 41 years old. Probably in better shape than everyone combined. Yeah. He, this guy played CFL football as a kicker, NFL as a kicker. You know, just like, I, I don't think he was... He was um, sponsored he, by Cannondale for mount for a road bike. I can't remember what kind of place. He, he, was, he was a cycler, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I went on a bike road with him, and I was dying. Mm-hmm. Like, Gosman was even dying. And he was just practicing his cadence. Yeah, like I, I was absolutely. Yeah, we were crushing like thirty kilometers an hour, and he's just yeah. I'm gonna practice some high cadence stuff. And it's I like, would, oh my god, how? <laughs> what, what, how tall would you say? I, it's it's been many years since I've seen him in person. Six, six, like, I was six, gonna say six, four, six, four, six three. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's a bit higher than taller than me. He's a good, a good physique as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, um, what else was I gonna say? Um, he also played professional basketball in Australia. What? Yeah. So <laughs> I, he kicked for. I, I know for a fact he kicked for. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, I think the Miami Dolphins and maybe the Eagles too, as like just like a practice kicker kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you don't start in any regular season games. Straight and then for for football, you played for every team 
except the Eskimos. And I want to say it wasn't around the Rough Rider time. Like Ottawa Rough Riders. Yeah. Actually, I would say probably the Eskimos and the, uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah. Yeah, the Ottawa Rough Riders weren't around. The Renegades weren't around at that time either. But I think he played for uh, the Alouettes, the Hamilton Cats, you know, what Blue Bombers. Uh, he he played for Calgary a lot as well as BC because he, he dealt with Wally, Blanc, Wally Buono. Oh, yeah. And, like, he would kick as hard as he could. And, like, Henry, Henry Burris would get it, and he'd just bomb it back to him. And he's like, fuck. And, you know, he's like, I can kick further than you can throw, but he can never, you know, do Hank yeah. with, the, with, the, with the arm. But, uh, yeah, very interesting guy. So, like, he beca- he's a 41-year-old yeah. hack rookie, and then his initiation is just, like, just getting loaded at, like, bonfire. And get, and, old and, man. And, and, and gather firewood for the gazebo like yeah. like wow i'm sure like that was like a fucking cakewalk for this him. guy is just like the most prestigious athlete that's ever come up here get him wood, get yeah. wood rookie get me wood leader. get me wood <laughs> <laughs> exactly right like his leader was matt allen he was probably 24 at the time or 23 yeah and so rocked cool. a wicked mullet yeah absolutely like oh obviously scott had to respect that yeah and then also Matt was also the leader of Amy on the same crew, mm-hmm. Amy Edgar. Yeah. So I'm sure that was the polar opposites between the two of those people. I think they got along fantastically. Though. I think the whole crew got along, yeah. right? Yeah, Owen Clark was on there too as a transfer, and yeah. so he had experience. Yeah, that would have been a fun crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just totally different attitudes throughout the entire thing. But Scott's looking at good, like, if you got three, like, if you got, think about the three attitudes as three rocks, he's a very good, like, filler to that, because he's been through so many different situations. Mm-hmm. He was, like, pretty good at filling those, filling the gaps in between and making yeah. everyone stick together. Like, I remember when I was, I was on his crew for um, a month almost, beginning of that year, um, early season, and, uh, yeah, we do, like, guided yoga meditation stuff and <laughs> chat about cycling, because I was into cycling a uh, little bit before that, and yeah, we'd be on Man Up and we'd be doing a guided meditation and he'd be like trying to make me stay awake instead of falling asleep on it. Like, just, it, was, it was just a very different attitude to have. That's exactly. Yeah. He, he was huge with uh, the sauna and like I remember him and Chubbs mm-hmm. would do it for a long period of time. Oh and, like, God. He'd have like the seaweed going on and like drinking like different salt waters and like pooping clear liquid. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, like you yeah. drink salt water like, until you started pooping clear. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so it is a very like euphoric experience because like at that point like once it's literally it's you have just nothing passing left. through you. There's nothing inside you besides salt water. Well, I need to try that for the IBS. So oh yeah, I have IBS too <laughs> along with the other five I things. The Conquer Spaniel. Yeah. Well, it's called like the, the, the Tets 5. Yeah. And it's just like can you beat this? <laughs> what, what was the baseball thing if you could do the five? Oh, five, five tools. Yeah. Like well, well, the, 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 yeah. the five anti-tools for, <laughs> yeah. for firefighting. The five anti-hack <laughs> tools. <laughs> and Easton has all of them. Yeah. You're a five-tool player. That's brutal. Now, also, another, another story I want you to tell, if you can, um, there was a coach that you were, you, you were coaching with, and he got a little bit of trouble. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, Can we talk about that? I mean, we don't need to use names. Yeah, I don't. Oh, see. your friends will know. Oh, my friends will know exactly. But they, they already know, already. know who. They yeah, already know exactly. who we're talking. And there's about. another one. There's another story I want you to tell too. But this one is is a good one here. Yeah. So we coached 13, 14 year olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was last summer, so I was. <laughs> everyone, everyone listening is like, "Oh, I know where this is going." <laughs> yes, you know exactly where this is going. So I'll make it quick. But yeah, he. Uh, 
we coached like there's two 13 14 year old mm-hmm. teams so i was with one of my roommates and then uh, a guy that played on the dinos before me and then he i played with him on the on the dinos for like all the years that i played um he was one of our like good buddies he's like 28 he, oh, wow yeah he was he was much older than you yeah he was <laughs> he was way older and like whatever we didn't if really, he came on to you you'd feel awkward yeah we didn't really care so like long story short he had a a player on his team mm-hmm. who was 13 years old and uh he kind of <laughs> texted this player because you had the numbers yeah the numbers. people know like if right. practices we would, changed and i would have like the, the captains of our team's numbers to be like hey practice got changed till this like Let sometimes they know. don't check the email especially if yeah. it gets changed like the parents have Who to check their email yeah. yeah and the parents 13 year olds don't check their email no and like even the parents like sometimes they just have to go right from work to pick up the kids and then totally. come to practice yeah. and stuff like that we only have field time for so long so i text them so i know because these kids are 13 to 14 they're on their phones mm-hmm always and yeah so he had the numbers and stuff like that and he was going back and forth with this player and uh they found out that he was texting her a lot so they put like the mirror the parents put the mirroring app on the phone and uh like one of the text messages that he sent her was i can't wait till you're 18 Ooh. so everyone's in this their headphones and the bus is like oh yeah <laughs> not great and like we didn't uh we didn't really know what was going on because they took it right to like the baseball alberta people so my coordinator was on the phone with the baseball alberta guy like talking about other stuff and then this came up and the guy from baseball alberta my like coordinator was yeah. like we uh yeah we don't know like what's going on but like hopefully it uh can't be that bad or whatever and the guy goes well yeah if your definition of i can't wait till you're 18 isn't that bad <laughs> is what he says to our coach and my coach is like what <laughs> like my coordinator was like what and we're like yeah so he was uh not uh not around yeah much more let's, say, let's say his name is smurf and so you and your friends if there's ever a creepy moment, you're like, oh, don't be, don't, don't smurf it up like that. Don't smurf it, yeah. We <laughs> use his name as an ad, like an <laughs> adjective not to describe. I really shrewded it. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was bad. So we, uh, we don't talk, talk to him anymore. Hang out it's right probably a good thing. See him anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's understandable. Sucks. It's pretty gross. <laughs> And, like, not, like, he was, like, kind of a greasy guy, but, like, it wasn't... <laughs> kind of a greasy guy. Like, like just, like, like looked greasy, like, had long black hair and, like, wore, like, a leather jacket all the time and stuff like that. And, like, just... He wasn't, like, weird or anything oh, like so that. Oh, so he was a but, nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but for a black trans am with an eagle on the front, you know? Yeah, he was a very nice guy, but he was just, like... And then that happened, and we were like, oh, my goodness, this is... It wasn't, like, someone who... We, you were like, oh, yeah, I could see that. It was like... What the fuck? Yucky. I hope you never Him? meet someone who you look at and you're like, you text 13-year-olds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just see that guy in your street. You know that guy's put out, I can't wait till you're 18 at least yeah. five times. <laughs> that day. <laughs> you look at your nine-year-old, like, in two years, we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> just shooting him in the dark. Hope someone sees this. It's a numbers game. Yeah, so we had, like, a real, uh, real weird... Drake moment. Yeah, like when when, when Drake moment. Yeah, Drake got caught texting like a sixteen year old or whatever. Dude, what is he, Jimmy Page? Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah. J- Jimmy Page was actually legit dating like a fourteen year old. Nice. Yeah. I I've got like the Led Zeppelin like Rolling Stones magazine, and this is like, yep, he was a cool guy. He had like a top hat and a cane, blah blah blah. And she's like, I was fourteen at the time. And it was like, whoo. <laughs> Jimmy Page was like twenty six at the time. Before laws were invented. Yeah. <laughs> Not cool. When you're in, when you're English and touring around the states and just keep moving around. Yep. Yeah. Not used to those American numbers. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm not sure if it's a real thing or not. I saw it on I fucking love science, but um, I mentioned it. Who was it? it? Might have been one of you guys. Yeah. Uh, but right, I, I yeah, it's like they did a poll somewhere in Texas if they should get get rid of teaching. Arabic num uh, Arabic numbers to schools, and like eighty five percent voted yes, like ten percent said no, and then five percent were like indifferent. <laughs> That's the numbers that we're all used to. <laughs> yeah, no, stop teaching those. Let's teach Roman numerals. Just because again. it's Arabic, like the title Arabic is in there, and then it's like one comment is like, "Yes, I believe that we should switch to checks notes." Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> XVII. Yeah. Oh, I thought Some it was so ridiculous. So dumb. Oh my god. If you don't know what it is, like, it takes 30 seconds to Google what Arabic numbers are. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, this is literally one. Yeah. And two. No, it's fucked up. It's like, I don't know, like Latin alphabet, Cyrillic, and all that shit. So it's just, some people just don't know the titles. Like, I really didn't know, like, to be honest, I didn't know Arabic numbers were the numbers that we used but (laughs) but if somebody's like what do you think your your number system is called i'm like "Mm." like the latin number system (laughs) they're called numbers numbers. (laughs) (laughs) these are the numbers i use i call them numbers do you know number one i use that one (laughs) yeah it totally makes sense you know just to have that number there fair enough but yeah yeah, somebody was like yeah what what's the proper title for the numbers that you use Mm -hmm. sesame street said just numbers (laughs) yeah You know, two cookies. Sweet. That's two. One, two. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Um, This is an actual radio broadcast. It's uh, in the States, if you ever Google it. Uh, But there was a congressman who uh, was fighting for Canadians to not be able to drive in uh, in the States. I highly recommend it as a listen. (laughs) Some of his his main points Can you find it on YouTube? Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely Googleable. Um, some of his main points were about um, how um, we're used to driving on dirt roads and two-lane <laughs> highways, and um, going into the states, um, we just wouldn't be able to figure out their ten-lane highways. It, it would be like uh, his, his, I think the example he used was a uh, a brain surgeon can teach a kindergarten class, but a kindergarten class can't teach a, can't do brain surgery. <laughs> was incredible the example. So yeah, we are we as Canadians are kindergarten teachers. No. Um, Mind you, I did drive in New York on their freeways for a brief moment before I had a nervous breakdown. Um, that's New York. That's like the worst possible place you can go to drive anywhere. Because I was on a five-lane highway, or freeway, trying to get through the city, and my fucking Magellan GPS was having a fucking, also a nervous breakdown, because <laughs> I just kept swirling around. I'm like, I, you're useless! <laughs> and this is before, like... Google Maps is much better, yeah. and before I had a government plan and all that good shit, but uh, the middle lane ended. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> the middle lane. The middle lane. <laughs> like lane. you have the sides, the sides, right? Like when we're driving on our two lane highways, and it's like, you know, it, it, the 
the second lane across. is ending. Yeah, yeah. It's ending. Yeah. And that could be on either side. Like, yeah. it's going to end. So people on both lanes know. You know, yeah. There is nowhere to put that sign in the middle lane. Because if there was a sign near the middle lane, like people would hit it. it. Like, so, like, I'm in between <laughs> two semis. And I'm trying to pass them. And I'm getting to the point where I'm hitting the actual truck. And then I notice that the lane is ending. There <laughs> oh is the, 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 the point. Of, like, let's say the point of the knife. Yeah. And I'm like, oh! And I just hit the brakes as hard as I can. And I have, I, I, like, I, I feel terrible, but I had no point to look behind me to see if anybody was directly behind me. So I had been rear-ended, like, and I could have died. Yeah. But I, I fucking hit the brake. Hit the brake, immediately started oh, crying. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is like, like, they were closing in on me. And it was just, like, probably, like, centimeters away from the hood of my van of these semi-trucks with the big trailers. And it was just, like, boom. And then I just swerved into the right lane. Because I'm like, I'm the slower vehicle right now. I'm going into the right lane. Yeah. And I'm... Uh, All right, everybody, I, I'm going now. I drove... Good luck everyone behind me. <laughs> I drove in Australia on the left-hand side with a car with a, a, a steering wheel on the right-hand side. Oh. And I never got anywhere close to an accident like that. Yeah. I feel like... And a New York would just be yeah, the worst place. Yeah, I, I should have just lit my vehicle on fire and just walked around the city and just got like buses. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it was absolutely fucked. Did you know that Calgary was the first place to ever make ginger beef? I thought it was Vancouver. Yeah, I thought it was. Vancouver. Oh no, that's General Tao. General Tao. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Calgary, and uh, apparently there's like my brother used to live in New York for a year or so. And apparently he was just walking down the street and there's just like a Calgary style ginger beef in New York, like a place, you know, how we have like Chicago huh. deep dish and stuff yeah. like that. I know the Caesars from Calgary as well as yeah. the B-52 shot. Yeah. There's like three different like cream liqueurs. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. a big, I'm just a big fan of the Caesar, so I'm appreciating that. Yeah. Calgary, I think we all Calgary are. finally did Fuck something. Fuck bloody yeah. memories. <laughs> Calgary finally did something Alcohol. that wasn't the Calgary, Calgary, well done. Yeah. Everything yeah, I think else? it's ginger Fuck beef yourself. was Calgary, and yeah, the general. I always thought it was the ginger beef Vancouver, not to be you know rude, but just the larger Asian population mm-hmm. in yeah. Vancouver than Calgary. Could, it could be it's somewhere, but yeah, mm-hmm. my brother said I think he, I think he said he saw a sign that was like Calgary style ginger beef, and I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. That's see that in New York, like just on the street. Something yeah, the Canadian yeah stuff yeah interesting yeah so that was cool. Totally off topic from driving. But That's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't yet driven. My dad, when we went to Disneyland again, it was me and like another ho- hockey family. Mm-hmm. So there was seven of us in the car and we just got this big like white van that we rented and we were driving around. And, like Nice Dodge we, Caravan. We're just like, Classic. the kids are just like fucking around in the backseat. Oh, kids. And we're just fucking around in the backseat and my dad's driving and then all of a sudden we like stop at a red and light. And your baseball coach is like, I can't wait till you turn 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Text me. I'm like, no. <laughs> Get this away from eat. me. <laughs> yeah. So we like stop and like, I just look outside and I'm like, oh, this place looks like kind of like a rap music video. There's like a guy's like shooting dice on the side of the street and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And my dad's like, oh yeah, we're in uh, Inglewood. Like my dad had taken the wrong turn. Straight out of Inglewood. Even he's like, it's like, it's basically like right by Compton and stuff yeah. like that. My dad, I was going to say like, you were probably in the movie with Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there was this Cracker White family that came from Canada. We're going to put them in the video. 
Yeah, Who's this in Ned Flanders looking motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> that little kid with a mullet. My dad like stops at the red light and like these people just like start walking towards the car and my dad's like, eh, eh. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, just drives through the red light. We're going. Uh, he's just like, I don't know where we are right now. Like, I can't stop though. And like, we just took a wrong, we just took a wrong turn in LA and ended up in like this crazy neighborhood. Where the car company's like, 30 red light violations. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, at least we, we give you twenty five comps because you know Compton and because of where Englewood. you were, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was so funny. I just remember my dad. We like stopped and people like started walking. He's like, eh, eh, not doing this right now. Like in my head, I'm like, if they come up to walk and be like, hey, how's it going? You guys, yeah. you guys are from out of town? Like, no, it's probably not. Yeah, we weren't too sure. It was just like a couple crazy white families in a big van driving through. How's it going, eh? <laughs> Driving on Crenshaw Avenue. Looking for some moose. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty funny. I still remember that. <laughs> and another one of my favorite stories you were telling us, and I think that was actually this morning, um, when you uh, declared your passport missing. Oh, yeah. So, I think that was yesterday, too. Like, I had a yeah. story day yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're just fire. Yeah, so... If, if I was, like, the host of a late-night television show, you'd be on, like, every third week. I would have to do, like, more stuff. Spencer would be, like, my co-host kind of guy. You'd be, like, Just the guy. You know, on, on, the far, yeah. on the far yeah. part of the couch, being like, oh, that's so funny! Yeah. I'd have to gain a bit of weight for that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually the sidekick is fat. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I'd just change roles. You, change, you have, you have more Conan hair than Defy I do. the conventional? <laughs> yeah. I'm more like Andy Richter, and you're more like Conan. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. That's Tall, cool. wispy hair. Wispy. Wispy. Quispy. It's better than quispy. <laughs> 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 oh. But yeah, so I went to Europe like this time last year. Yeah. Came home, like thought I put my passport away, whatever, didn't need it for that whole time. Then when we were coming up here, I was like, there's a chance we could get an export somewhere, so I need to find my passport. Yep. It's nowhere. No. Nowhere. Can't find it anywhere. What? Like, two weeks after I got home, my car was broken into. They stole, like, I just left the door unlocked, I think, and they, like, went into it, so. Typical Calgary. Everywhere. Yeah. It was my fault. They took. Nenshi's fault. <laughs> yeah. It's all Nenshi's fault. No, I'm just kidding. But they, uh. <laughs> I love that, man. No, they yeah. Uh, twisted too. They took. I'm pretty sure my passport, my uh, car registration, mm-hmm. and then my cowboy boots, which was the biggest piss off of the whole thing. <laughs> those are the hardest to replace. Those are the hardest to replace. Yeah. You and broke they, them in. I did. I broke them in. I bought them for fifteen dollars at a secondhand store. You can't find them. Like that. Value Village has some fucking wicked. Okay, time up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sponsoring Value Village. I'm just a fan. They have some wicked fucking deals. I bought that steam whistle, like, metal lunchbox for less than $5. Oh, my goodness. And they have some wicked fucking, like, jackets, like, Arc'teryx. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, like, $35. Yes, because people just get rid of all this stuff. And the people working there have no fucking clue. They're like, Arc'teryx, whatever, $35. This name's name's hard to pronounce. (laughs) This has to be a knockoff. (laughs) Must be a knockoff. Fake North Face shit. That's the weirdest way I've seen Adidas spelt. I like to say my, like, wardrobe's 50% Valley Village, 50% Old Navy. Fucking A, man. Nothing I, wrong with that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever spent... No one than, should feel ashamed for shopping at Valley Village. No. no. I don't think I've spent more than 35 bucks on a pair of 
Unless you're buying PS2 games or underwear, (laughs) of course, or like CDs. It's like, what are you doing at Value Village? Why are you buying PS2 games still? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Twisted Metal? I don't don't even have a PS2. Unless you're buying the soundtrack, then that's fair. But the actual game? What are you fucking doing, buddy? Twisted Metal 4. Mm, You can probably download that on your computer. Easily. Easily. Continue. Yeah, so they stole... Time in. They stole all that stuff, and then when I was coming up here, I couldn't find it, so I, like, was realized, oh, it probably got stolen, so I phoned it in. This is, like, my first day after my first shift that I went back, so we're getting a call back, so I have three days in Calgary, so I'm, like, I'm gonna go do all my stuff, drive to my parents' house, grab some paperwork, go to the, like, drugstore, get my pictures taken. As I'm getting my pictures taken, I get a call from a number that I don't know, I'm don't answer and I'm getting my pictures taken. Mm-hmm. Go back out. They don't leave a message. I'm like, okay. Like five minutes later, I get a text. It says, hello, this is detective whatever from the Calgary police. Like, we just like to talk to you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. This seems weird. It's just like a sweet text. Yeah. It's just like an un- seems suspicious. unknown number. I was like, this can't be real. So they're like, we're at your house. It's my parents, like my parents' old house. Mm-hmm. So they... I, like, phone the non-emergency line. I say, is this number registered to any, like, of your detectives or anything like that? They're like, oh, yeah, it is. It's detective so-and-so. This is her badge number. So I text back to the detective. I'm like, what's your badge number? Like, I'm not trying to cause issues. I just want to make sure I'm not getting hustled here. A very fair question. Yeah, so I just say, like, what's your... I just would like to know your badge number. So she says, it's detective so-and-so. This is my badge number. Homicide unit. So I'm like, what? I'm driving, like, she's a homicide. I'm like, you can hear the sound of, like, lawnmower. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'm like, like, driving my car. I'm like, what happened? You're at Six Flags again. Yeah. Flashback to being on a fucking Superman ride. Yeah, so. That guy behind me died from my vomit. Oh my god. I'm just freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what have I done? Like, there's no way I'd have done anything to do this. <laughs> I didn't I murder anybody did in my I, sleep. <laughs> did I murder someone by accident? I, like, flashback. I'm like, I drove all night. Like, did I hit somebody on the side of the road or something? Like, what happened? Yeah, I drove all night. So I'm like, did I hit somebody? I don't know what's going on. So I pull up. I'm like, I don't see a police car anywhere. They get out of this unmarked van. Like, a blue Dodge Caravan. My it's, favorite kind of van. Yeah. It's the girl. It's like this, uh... Girthy? A girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a girl like a, a lady detective and then this big huge dude and I'm like okay hey like, he was girthy he was, he was pretty he, had a, he, he, had a girth certificate. he definitely had a girth certificate yes but he uh, they get out they're like hey how's it going like would you mind getting in the van I'm like oh my god this is the end of my life I can't go to prison I'm so rapable <laughs> so they uh they sit me down. She's in the front seat. He's like at the back. There's one seat in the back. They're like, we just want to talk to you. There's a double homicide in this like community around where you live. All this stuff. They said that the uh, one of the main suspects of it named you by name, gave us details about you and about the car that you drove. And the guy's like, yeah, what car is that? I'm like, oh, it's a 03 Toyota Corolla. And he just like looked at the partner and he's like, Yep, that's what he said he drove. And I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, I'm like, I'm not going to lie to these people. 
so they're like, yeah, he's a barber. Like, what do you do for a living? And like, I'm so scared at this point that I just go, not cut hair. <laughs> like, really, really aggressively. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. I, I go, just, I'm freaking out. And they're like, it's okay. Like, just calm down. You're not in any trouble right now. I'm like, I'm a wildland firefighter. I just went to high level and stuff like that. That was this year? That was this year. This Jesus fucking this Christ. June, this June. This season. And wow. I'm like, I just got this job. I'm, I can't lose this job. All this stuff. So they're like, do you know this person? I don't remember his name or whatever. It was just something like pretty generic. And they like show me a picture and I'm in like a movie now. I've never seen this man in my life. Like I keep saying that. I keep saying, I've never seen this man. Where's my family? Yeah. <laughs> I That's the one our man. I didn't kill these two people. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't I'm care. Tommy Lee Jones. No, so she's showing me these pictures. And I'm like, I don't know this guy. I haven't had anything. She's like, I didn't kill that guy. I killed this guy. <laughs> and oh, guy- you guys got it so wrong. <laughs> Calgary homicide. <laughs> the guy in the back just goes, so you've never cut hair before. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I've never touched, like, clippers to get somebody's hair. Spencer Beery, though. He's got the Beery shop. He cuts hair all the time. It would, be nice if, it would be nice if they were interviewing you when you had your mullet, because then they would have instantly just known you didn't They would have been like, you <laughs> cut hair. Yeah, never mind. I'll cut you a deal. <laughs> I'll cut you a deal if I give you Spencer Beery. Yeah. So she's showing me pictures, and, yeah. and like before all of this happened, as soon as she starts talking, I immediately look like I've come out of a hot tub. I'm just drenched in sweat. It's all over my body. I'm wearing like a black shirt that's noticeably two shades darker. <laughs> like it's disgusting. My hands are like dripping. I'm so scared. Yeah. She's showing me pictures. All the stuff happens. I'm so scared that I don't, like, put it together that this is probably the guy who stole my passport yeah, or something like that. And he's just trying to throw me under the bus or buy time or something like that. So the other detective talks to me. He's like, oh, what are you doing today? Like, in this situation, that's what I want to talk about right now. <laughs> like, what are you up to today? I'm like, oh, well, my passport went missing. So I had to go and get the pictures for it and stuff. And that's where I was. Still not clicking. Me. Still not cluing in. And he goes, oh, okay and there's like a pause he's like that's such a pain hey going to get your passport redone and take pictures and stuff and i'm like is this guy just fucking with me right now or like is he he's cornering me yeah is he cornering me and then like nothing else no i love having difficult situations all the time it gives me excitement yeah and then she calls the station and all this stuff like well we don't have anything she's filling out some paperwork and then she turns around and she's like okay like we don't we don't need you anymore as long as there's nothing else you're not telling me or like any reason i'm like Again, I'm like, I've never seen this guy before, ever. Like, I never, I don't know who he is or why he's doing this. They're like, I don't know why I'm here. And the guy, the girl's like, oh, okay. And I go to turn around to shake the other cop's hand. And it's just like a disgusting, like, <laughs> my hand slides all through his hand and back. And he's just like, ugh. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, the other detective, I go to shake her hand, and I'm just like, she's like, yeah, like okay. what? Like, just a super quick, like, thank you. And then I get out of the car, and I am just losing it. And for, like, a month after that, I was like, man, like, this guy has my address. And obviously. your DNA. A yeah. lot of your DNA. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But, like, the guy that stole my passport, like, he has my address. Yeah. He has my passport, yeah. all this stuff. So it must have been flagged or something when I went, when I called it in. Yeah. And maybe they found it or something. I don't know. But they, uh, yeah, it was brutal. And they, just like two months ago, I think they laid the charges on the guy who wasn't even the guy who brought my name up. Oh, yeah. 
which is weird. So. I was going to say, it was also pretty funny if, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, get your passport stuff done. It's pretty annoying, eh? Yeah, it just makes me want to murder people. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me want to kill myself. Oh, oh, makes, yeah. Homicide. Double homicide. Quadruple yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, homicide. That's a thing, right? You, you guys know that before? Yeah, so it's after that, I'm going home and, like, telling all my roommates and stuff like that, and they're just ruthless about it, making jokes about it, and, like, oh, yeah, like, we know you did it and stuff, and they're like this, and I'm, like, just yelling every time, like, we're just joking, in case somebody's, they're, like, outside with a surveillance van or something. I'm like, they're just kidding. They're just joking. You know, it's like the, like, Mike's, like, satellite dish repair, like, van, yeah, like, on the yeah. side of the road, like, <laughs> yeah. Any maxi van that's, like, parked on your street, just like, like that. Check the Wi-Fi connections. Surveillance van one. Yeah, that's, up. dude, that's what Savendra had, and I saw it, like, the day before I came back, or the day after I came back from that, I was, like, looking for Wi-Fi, and I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, they followed me here. Yeah. <laughs> this is my fucking job. Yeah, so that was, worst, that was pretty wild. We're recording a podcast, fuck. Well, fuck, yeah, you are. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, here's the beautiful mullet. Oh, yeah. Spencer, you need to what the that. fuck is mine? Dude, look at the top <laughs> of his it's head. It's a traditional mullet. Like, yours is business in the front, party in the back. This is just party. Like, it, it's just straight me, party. Me, like, a two-second, like, metal thrash with the head. Yeah. Oh, See? Yeah. Look at that shit. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Easton, you look like you're offering me PBR on a houseboat right now. Like, just shit house on the water <laughs> somewhere. I'm like, hey, dude, and you're just hawking beers to people. That, that's, that's what safe. your mullet says. You, no, no. you look like you're about to offer me methamphetamine. <laughs> Speaking about that, that he boys want to that he makes. <laughs> no, Easton's mullet speaks to me as uh, world's best whistler <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. Peanut butter on a Sunday. You know what I mean? I think you need to touch Aiden's mullet up a bit. I want the size to grow it a bit so I'm not really like rocking up to like job interview with like a No, that's a job interview haircut right there. You're telling like Paul has no hair. You're telling him right now, I have hair, I need this job. Also yeah, if you show up like that, they're like, this guy doesn't give a fuck about anything but doing the job. <laughs> so this is like a good Like I'm I'm torn between it like uh, That's a hard hat haircut. That is. Yeah, it is. Like I know it is. Like, well nothing to Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not <laughs> Got my foot's logger. What does he rock? A mullet. You know. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a professional. And it's not even business in the front, party in the back. It's party in the front and party in the back. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a party strip. Honestly, your hair is Las Vegas. Honestly, it tells them that I'm willing it's business to on the, the side. I take business seriously <laughs> on the side. Yeah. And they're like, I respect that. Mm-hmm. He's got a good side business. Mm-hmm. Good side business. It's two side businesses. Yeah. With lightning bolts on the side. Partying and selling meth. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. amphetamines. Yeah, my poster up in a drugstore already and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Anyway, what hour? <laughs> hour and 26 minutes. Oh my uh, god. Damn. I think that's been enough. Easton, you've yeah. been a hell of a guest. Thank, Thank you for you. those wonderful stories and yeah. sharing. And Thanks for wonderful... prying them out of me. Yeah, no problem. It was very awkward to see you rub your hair so much. Yeah, but, it's uh, just a nervous twitch. <laughs> absolutely. Bye, Brandon. Bye. I do also <laughs> like just touching my mullet. It is pretty gorgeous right there. It's, it's fun. Anyway, uh, Easton, this is your last night here in Footner of yeah. 2019. You're yeah. going home tomorrow. Yeah. 
That's pretty exciting. After six weeks up here straight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it it uh, gets to one person, that's for sure. It's a grind after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you're coming back next year. Yep. And this is the last night of all of us being in the bunkhouse. Yep. Uh, the hack shack. Yeah. We're going to the, the bunkhouse across from the office now. So, rock and roll. Awesome. So, uh, Easton, hope to, uh, hope to have you on the podcast again next year. Definitely. We'll see how this that is, goes. This if you're on my crew, maybe we'll even be, like, be on the, the government uh, GoPro show. Oh, government GoPro show? That might be a thing. That rhymes. I know. That's, That's why it paused me for a bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. GoPro show. <laughs> GoPro show. Uh, yeah. So, from later joint guest... Spencer Beery, Easton Tetz, and myself, Mr. Joseph. I mean, Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Have yourself a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Very awkward. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>